Yes, 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 y'all. What's up, y'all? Happy yes. Thursday. Happy Thursday, good people. What it Happy do? Thursday. Happy, Happy Thursday. Thursday. Welcome to Dating University. I am your co-host, Professor Charles, along with my wonderful co-host, Professor Brittany. Follow me. Absolutely. Where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. Of all things, dating and relationships. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Thank welcome. you all for tuning in. I uh, just want to let y'all know, as you see the scrolling down there right now, this is a pre-recorded episode. We are not live. It's holiday season. Uh, well, everybody got shopping. Everybody has holiday get-togethers, whether it be yes. in person or Zooms yeah. or family members traveling, so forth and so on. So we are knocking out uh, this episode and maybe the next episode, uh, you know, uh, just recorded. So it's just going to be uh, Brittany and I. Um, let's yes. see. Do we have any quick announcements? No. You want to share? No? You know, I do have to share. I do have to share one thing. My husband, Hi Derry, he loves when we are live. So he was legitimately sad when he's like, Why are you getting so dressed up today? And I said, Well, Derry, we have to pre record our shows for right. the next week in observance of the holidays. And he's mm -hmm. like, What? I love the live show. So just to say, Hi Derry, we miss you. We miss you. To all of our live viewers that like to comment, I know this is this is a change for you all, but guess mm -hmm. what? Still comment. Comment as if we could read it. And we Absolutely. definitely go back. We go back yes. and read. We respond. And we right. take you to what you all say. So just because it's pre-recorded doesn't mean you we take your voice away. You still no. have a voice with us. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. If anything, you guys are on par with our podcast listeners. Shout out yes. to everybody who's rocking with us on Spotify. Podcast. Apple Podcast is really jumping off right now. Like, really? It's I just saw the metrics today. Uh, we just got our uh, our yearly wrap up of yeah. like what our numbers are doing for the audio podcast. And wow! Oh my you guys, gosh! You guys are rocking, and we yeah. Love yeah, even Spotify. I love listening to it on Spotify. My mother listens to it. I'm still here. So I've said nothing to obscene. I have not aired any dirty secrets of my family or myself. So I still am alive. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I will I will I will take care of all of that. I will I will absorb all of the <laughs> the the meanness and the badness. I'll take that so you can still be the the apple of your mama's eye. <laughs> yeah, because I'm mama, like, ah, did, who, told you, who, who told you about the Spotify? Because it wasn't <laughs> me. 
Because I mean, you know, let's be honest. You act a certain way around your parents. There are some children that can call their parents their best friend. They can yeah. drink with them, smoke with mm. them, curse with them. That is not my mm. mother. My mother yeah. is my friend, but we we bond over the phone. We bond mm. over shopping at Home Goods. Um, right. We talk about church and love, yeah. but the rest of the stuff that's that's no there boundaries. I have boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yeah. All right, Brittany, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight is a very, very important topic around this time of the year. Okay. Um, we are talking about opportunistic dating Oof. from a man's perspective and then okay. from a woman's perspective. And we can look okay. at some examples and kind of talk about it together, Charles. For those okay. that are listening, retro, retro well, post-recording, mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. comment. Comment, share this, love this, like it, comment, do all that good stuff so that we right. can still get our numbers up for this show. We're Absolutely. excited to see what you have to say. Absolutely. So, Charles, let's do our opening yes. question. Have you ever, and this is for you, and I'll okay. answer as well. Have you ever dated someone because you could gain something from it in the Ooh. short term or long term? Uh, have I ever dated someone short term to gain something from them short term or long term? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm really I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Y'all you, you, know me, man. I, I I talk tough, but I'm I'm a little bit of a romantic at heart. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not in the habit of trying to use people for anything for like, you know, clout or uh, mm. status or mm. money or any sort of thing like that. I don't think I've ever done that. And if anybody who's watching and who has dated me and you have a differing opinion, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but nah, nah. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Okay. I will say I have. Wish I had something juicier. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you normally I got a little. I yeah, got a juicy, you have no juice. At I got all. a juicy. I got a juicy story. You know no, what I mean? but no for juice. that one, using people, no. Have I been used? Uh oh. Absolutely. But okay. we'll get into that a little later on. Yeah. Um. My my. Here's the thing. I've always thought that if you date someone, they should better enhance your life. Um, hmm. So I, I was dating strategically. So, I mean, there okay. was a point when you my car... You try to date up. Well, I mean, uh, up is relative. So you're right. Up. So for me, I was having a lot of issues with my car. And... <laughs> in my mid to late 20s. So I had an eye out for mechanics. Like I knew somebody that was good with cars. And that was one of my qualifying or disqualifying questions oh. that would either get you a date or not was are you good with cars? Because oh, so you was a so you was a you you was a you was an asshole. Oh, okay. I see. Excuse me. I, see. I, see. I call it you scratch my back, I scratch yours. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, I, so I gotta pay for the parts, fix your car. And no, you, I'll pay for the parts, just fix my car. 
Okay. Here's realize. Okay. So here's the thing. As a woman in the car game, women, mm-hmm. you're going to comment, you're going to feel me. So I don't need the, the validation right now when it's just me and Charles. I know I'm going to get my hype and my props from my women. Okay. You know that when you go anywhere that mm-hmm. is a man dominated industry, a male dominated industry, like let's say mm-hmm. mechanics, car servicing places, even mm-hmm. car dealerships. A woman being by herself is open season. It is just mm-hmm. prime bait for men or whoever to take advantage of them because Look it is that. their assumption that they probably you don't, don't know, know what you're talking about. Car. So you know what? Her brakes are a little squeaky, but let's throw a couple of little monkey wrenches in there, do a little ear, 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 so mm-hmm. she has to come back. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. we can charge her instead of $60, we can charge mm-hmm. her 822 I mean, think about it. I'm in my mid-20s paying 600 and something. Then it was mm. like 800 and something for a catalytic converter. Then it was, you know, extra 250 for for tires. Right. Like, it was adding right. up. So I'm like, you know what? I did date a guy that knew a guy that, that did my brakes. And he did brakes for like 60 bucks, my front and rear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? That saved me a lot of money. So now, instead of dating the guy that knows the mechanic. I Let me date the mechanic. The mechanic. Oh God. So yeah, I, y'all, y'all hear this? Y'all hear so this? Short, so short term, I mean, we got along super great. I'm glad that he knew and understood cars because I did have a car incident and he helped me to figure out what it was. Mm. But I did. Fun. Not gonna say he was used. I just m- made it a very beneficial exchange. Vagina versus fixing a car. Does it equate? Who said it was let sex, us, though? Let us, let us, let us, come on now. Come on now. No. Oh, what else is it? Who said it was sex? I mean, I mean <laughs> if we went out, come I would on. pay. If we went out, I would pay. I'm not going to sit here and, and let him carry mm. me. I think helping me with a car doesn't equate to like carrying the whole relationship. Mm-hmm. It was just an added perk. Like he knew how to fix cars. Okay, all right. So yeah, you, you you skating? You you on the line? I'm just letting you know you Ladies, on that line. You'll hide me. It's fine. You no no, fellas. Y'all know what it is. Check check this nonsense. That that was just wild. That that's really wild. But see that that's Late, hmm. ladies. Would you call hmm. that wild or would you call that smart? See what y'all call smart. See. You see, you see how y'all like to do, y'all like to do this, you know, selective, um, opportunistic foolishness. Y'all like to do that. Y'all like to make stuff work for y'all in y'all favor when it suits you. But when it doesn't, it's like, oh, no, that's not right. That's not right. So when a man takes out a woman, he's using his monies. And his time, most men are looking for a return of investment in some sort of fashion. What are we usually looking for? We're looking for sex. I'm not saying that we got to go out here and be like, okay, I bought you this, this, and this. You need to give me sex. No. Those are the fuckboys. And we don't talk about fuckboys like that here. I'm talking about just really just... Having, you know, doing what we're supposed to be doing as far as men 
but then when we are like, hey, you know, can we go a little further? Can we get intimate? And just like, skirt, time out. Why do you want to do that? Uh, um, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Again, it's a return of investment. It's just on different ends of the spectrum. You wanted your car fixed. So you sought out somebody who could fix your car and you called it a perk. We date women in hopes of, because we're visual creatures, we see a beautiful woman, we look at her face, we look at her body, we we start having quick little fantasies. Damn, that thing probably good. I want to see what that's like. Return of investments. Okay. Fair exchange is no robbery. So here's so, the thing. The difference between me asking a guy if he knows how to work a car versus men that pay for dinners and expect sex is it boils down to what we practice on this show communication mm-hmm. i let True. these men know up front i'm asking you do you know how to work cars because blah 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 and i spell mm-hmm. it out it is their mm-hmm. choice whether or not they choose to engage and interact with me the difference with men the difference with men is that they go on the dinner date and they mm-hmm. say oh okay i don't mind paying but up front, mm-hmm. do you know how the woman feels about the your return of investment? How does the woman feel about having sex on, let's say, the first date? Did you ask her? Was that a conversation that you had? The, the, it probably the, wasn't a conversation. I mean, it depends here, on the person. The mistake, the mistake there is the lack of communication. So the man mm. has this internal expectation that he is mm. not dictated to his date. So then he mm. gets let down when that expectation is let out at the end of their date and she has no idea you mm. sex is a very sex is a consensual thing you've mm-hmm. already consented to something that she hasn't so you're already on page 25 and you haven't even talked her through the title page yet so but you can't so you can't get now. mad so you but here, doing this why, 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 why are we assuming charles if a man pays me, if, so you're saying a woman should assume that if a man pays for a date that she has to have sex with him i'm not that saying that I'm not saying the assumption. That's not the assumption. I'm saying is like that is one of the initial thoughts when it comes to dating, especially from a man's perspective. We see a woman. We look at her. She's attractive. We're sexually attracted to this woman. We know that for the most part, we can't just go up to a woman like, hey, yo, you sexy as hell. You want to go, you know what I'm saying? Go smash. You may find a hood rat or two. You may find even a regular chick to even be down for it, depending on where she is in her uh her her life her life stage. But what I'm saying is that is kind of what our goal normally is the relationship stuff that comes with time that comes with trust that comes with you know uh just engaging in conversation with the woman that we're seeing but the very first initial thing is sex and that's just the real very that's very alarming because like you just said you said relationship comes with time and trust but so mm-hmm. shouldn't sex. So we just gonna have sex with people I'm that we don't trust. That, no, see again, you you you're, you're hearing what you want to hear, but you're not. No, hearing I'm what hearing I'm what you're saying. I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm just asking. 
no, and I got, and I got you, and I got you. Like I said, you know, it's again because men are visual creatures. We come to procreate. That is like kind of our, you know, genetic makeup. If we go and boil it down to the the boilerplate, uh, you know, the last common denominator, like that's what it is. Right, and I mean, I think for me, I just don't want to. Not dumb men down, but I just don't want to assume that if I go on a first date with a man and he mm-hmm. offers to pay that that is going to be something that he's hoping to get out of me after we go on our date. I just want to I want to give men a little bit more credit than that to say that. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying, and and you, right. And I'm not taking that away. I'm not taking that away. I don't want to. I don't want to get that twisted. We're not taying that away. Because right, right. I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of us, when it comes down to it, like the very first thought is this woman is sexy. What so that's we think the opportunistic of, part. What are we thinking about the word? Ooh, ha, ha, ha. I see what you did there. <laughs> is it opportunistic? Hmm. That's a good like question. It, I'm gonna let you know, all down in the comments battle that one out. Right. I mean, for men and women, um, let's let's take for example, it's the holiday season. It's the right. holiday season. Right. Ladies, sound off in the comments. Even men, if you want, sound off in the comments. Do you or do you not want to become committed or attached to someone close to any holiday that involves gift giving? So right now we're approaching Christmas. Are mm-hmm. you opportunistic to meet someone so that you can exchange gifts with them or go around their family and friends for the holiday festivities? Let's be honest. Around this time, emotions are high. Emotions yeah. are so positive. There's a lot of optimism, joy, peace, right. all of those good, all of those feel goods that mm-hmm. can make anybody just on cloud nine. Who wouldn't want to share that with somebody else? So do you find that you are more likely to want to commit to somebody close to holiday seasons? I mean, it, it, it mm, I, I, I personally don't think that way, but I mean, right. I mean, there's a reason why they call it, you know, the May, December romance or December, May romance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, it gets dark quicker, you know, yeah. cold outside, you know, you, you know, you really can't just be out here gallivanting in the street. You know I mean, you want right. to, you know, you know, you can't just go to the beach. You can't go to, the, you know, whatever, you know, depending on where you are, you know, your weather could be really crazy, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, So yeah, it's a natural inclination to kind of want to hibernate, you know, you, you kind of want to be closed in with someone, you know, special. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's why they call it cuffing season. Am I lying? Mm-hmm. They call it cuffing season. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, you so, have those. Yeah. You're, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, hmm. But that's a double edged sword. That is really a double edged sword because I've seen a lot of guys just be like, man, I'm about to bring over this shit because I ain't got no money for, I ain't got no money to, you know, she want this, 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 and this for Christmas. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? And then, Lord, don't let her have a like, you know, uh, 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 a winter birthday, and then you got to follow up, and uh, Valentine's Day is coming right up right after, and 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's hard on the brother pocket sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you have, you know, that point. Yeah. That is a little opportunistic on that part, too. Yeah, because I mean, look at it. Look, look at the holidays. Christmas. Um, you have New Year, that new that New Year kiss. You have Valentine's Day. You have, you know, your your birthday is every year. So it's like, should I be with somebody around those times, or are you more open to find people around those times so that you do have at least one solidified, like happy birthday or one solidified gift? Because I mean, I there were times when I would date men close to Christmas and mm. they're like, oh, like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I didn't know we were quite serious enough to do gifts because look, I barely know you. You mm. barely know me. So we just out here just buying stuff. We don't know if you like it or not. He could be a, let's say a Steelers fan and I'm buying mm. him a Raven jersey. So it's right. just like, you know, even if you do meet somebody close to the holidays, and you're opportunistic about like, oh, the gift giving process. How serious does one have to be before you're you're thinking about, you know, what would this person like? Or let me get them a small token. Listen, small token, something easy peasy, a, a gift card and a holiday card. Right. No. I but mean, what if you're dating uh, multiple people? That's when it gets tricky. Like, if you're dating multiple people, multiple and people, person is like, oh, like, what do you want for Christmas? So you're getting yeah. gifts from multiple people, but you know what that means for you? You have to too go out here and get multiple gifts because, come on, if you give somebody a gift and you know you're opening up your hands in anticipation, and they're like. Felicia Nabi died. Like, sorry, number two. (laughs) You know you would feel a way. Like, so I took my time and my resources, my hard-earned resources to go Mm. out here and buy you something. And you can't even buy me a card. You can't Mm. even and you can't even hand draw a card with a piece of line paper with the three holes and a big pen. Like you can't even do that. A big pen, you gotta hold it like this if you write. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? I would feel oh, a way. But like you said, there are some men that will be like, uh, let me see. Let me let me do a fake argument real quick. And uh, let me break up with her. Let me call her back on February 25th. Exactly. Not 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 the 15th, the 25th. Give some like residual time to pass. You already, yeah. You already that you forget like, about hey, Valentine's Day. Yeah, hey, you get the hey big head. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. Toodaloo, big head. I get it. I get it. I mean, so yeah, I mean, if we're really breaking it down like we always do here at Dayton University, yeah, there are a lot of opportunistic things. When we say opportunistic, a lot of times we always think of uh, more of a, a lopsided kind of uh, windfall. Mm-hmm. But for opportunistic, it's, you know, it's kind of equal opportunity. You can be. Right. You know, like like you were saying, like you know, holidays start coming up. You'd be like, "Nope, I'm out," <laughs> and then you feel like you know the other person probably feel like, "Well, damn, you wasted my time," and you know, right. now I'm alone for the winter, and now I'm bitter, and now I'm mad, now I'm upset, right. now I'm making all these vague and <laughs> and and mm-hmm. very sarcastic and mean mm-hmm. posts, and you know, by humbug all the way mm-hmm. through. 
Um, so yeah, we have to be mindful of, of how we interact with people when it comes to, to dating. And like you said at the very beginning, like that communication is so real. Like, what are your intentions? What do you want to do? Um, asking these questions uh, will definitely dictate, uh, how, how things should go. But Charles, you're right. Like you just piggybacking off what you said. Opportunistic can be lopsided too. It it's equal opportunity. Don't get me wrong, but that that's the ideal. The mm-hmm. ideal is that it's equal opportunity. But yeah, there are some yeah. instances where it's lopsided. For example, you have one person that has their own house and their own car, and then you have the person that's like, hmm, I, my my lease is almost up on my place, and I don't have a license, so. It would only make sense if that I be, dated somebody that had their own place. Move on in, in your car. Right. So, I mean, you know, p- people look at the total package, and, and sometimes people look for what they lack in their partner. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many lopsided relationships. I've been in lopsided relationships. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the breadwinner, and he's the crumb snatcher. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, so you just saw dollar signs when. I'm telling right. you the kind of job I have and the benefits I have. It's like, oh, cool. Right. When like, we don't go out, sh- right. Don't get that shit confused. Like, right, <laughs> right. We go out. You start patting. You start patting your your pants. Like, oh my gosh. Oh goodness. Look, my wallet at home. Uh, your wallet was no good here as it is at home. There's nothing in it. So, okay. I'll, I'll get this one. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Popular. <laughs> my bad, y'all. But yeah, I mean, there there are other instances of being opportunistic. Let's, mm-hmm. like I said, somebody that's unemployed versus somebody who's not. Somebody who has a large family versus yeah. somebody who is, let's say, an only child from a relatively small family that's looking for that that camaraderie, that that communion, that mm-hmm. unity amongst family members. Like they really take a vested interest in getting to know, you know, all of your friends and all of your family if they don't have any. Um, You have someone that is naturally introverted. Like, you know, I really want to like break out of my shell. So let me date somebody that, you know, is a little bit more extroverted and can get me out the house. Mm -hmm. Dating somebody for clout. Like if you see Mm -hmm. like an up and coming, let's look at Tristan Thompson. What we talked about last week, you (laughs) know, you see these NBA players and these women will will go to get these surgeries they will mm-hmm. get the, the latest fashions. They will again, invest time and money again, into their because they're looking for a return in their investment. Yeah. So they are <laughs> doing what needs to be done to get their attention, thinking they have what I need and what I want. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to obtain that. So, exactly. yeah, dating opportunistically is not uncommon and it's not unheard of. And it's You're not right. just around the holidays, but I do feel like it's amplified mm-hmm. by some of us non, you know, celebrity folk mm-hmm. because it does get us a little bit more prestige. Yeah. We, get, we get money spent on us. We get extra time. And so then we good. also... Get to meet the family, which we wouldn't meet any other time. Because around the holidays, Mm. you're with your family. Exactly. When you gonna bring somebody over? Exactly. That's the whole nother kind of pressure. And that's a whole nother opportunistic kind of thing because I've I've dealt with that. I wouldn't say my family was like pressuring me to have somebody, but it was always, you know, before the relationship that I'm in, 
it was always, oh, well, yeah, you know, we're going to bring this person there, this going to bring there. Oh, well, you can invite who you want. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, Cold words like I know what the hell that means. Exactly. Like you gonna bring somebody home? Like ain't nobody fucking worth bringing home. Right. <laughs> hey. That's another good point, Charles. The opportunistic could also be just to kind of. I just want get somebody the off. Exactly. Yes. I, I just want somebody to get the people off my back. Like feel like yes. hey, look, like I am dating, and which is weird because even then, like oh, I, was, wow. I was dating like crazy. Like I right. I had dates. I was going out. I was just like bringing people yes. to the family dinners and and meeting folks. And yeah, no, mm-mm. I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That wasn't my thing. It, it, because I knew, because I, I knew early on in whatever it was called, whether it was dating, whether it was a situation shit, whether it was even if it was a sneaky link, I knew that mm. this person wasn't going to be the person that I want to bring my family around because they start they'll start to get to learn her name and then something happens and then yeah. I bring somebody else and then they get called yeah. that name and I just negated all this shit because I had that happen I think I was like I think I was like maybe 19 or maybe I think no 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 I think I was like like 20 21 or something like that Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this girl home, <laughs> and whoo, boy, boy, oh boy, you know, moms that called the girl somebody else's name. I was like, uh-oh, like, she don't work here no more. I told you this, like, she don't work here no more. Yeah, that it was right then and there where wow, I learned my lesson, and I said, never again until i know for absolute sure i was the same way it's it's a different type of pressure when it, it comes from your family to saying oh mm-hmm. bringing somebody you bring every year you're not bringing nobody i'm bringing my my homegirls you lesbian no i'm bringing my i'm bringing my away. i'm bringing my tupperware so you know, just to get the people off my back, I just started bringing any old body, like my 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 homecoming at my college. I'm bringing, oh dear God, I don't even want to talk about that. I'm bringing people to my friends' parties, to different events, and I'm like gag, yuck, vomit, puke, up chuck, all of it. Oh my God! Like out of that, out of being opportunistic, just to bring a body, I'm sitting here looking stupid. So yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna have to uh, recant my statement and say yes, I have did that in an opportunistic way. Because um, Lord knows, God, it's been times I've. <sighs> you, you already know that one party I went to. The one here. Uh, huh. No, well, God, you know that that was that was horrible in and of itself too. Yeah, I'm talking about just you know out and about where that whole season where we were at like every big name event. Yeah, and I was just not happy like the whole time, and I was just like, I can't do this. No, you weren't with me. No. Uh Oh, okay. I was like, uh, no, I'm like, I know what he's talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that shit. Um, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was whack because I was just like, I really don't even want to be here. It wasn't even if I got no, I'm gonna take that back. I wanted to be there. I just didn't want to be there with that person. Yeah. But I was just like, all right, it's a night out. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna yeah. do this. Yeah. I mean, the, I I was definitely um opportunistic. I did date this one guy and he looked like um Professor Clump for real. Oh like the true Professor Clump. Mm. But you know, I I was coming off of a string of, of situationships and and bad dating situations where I felt like I was always shelling out money, like just shelling out. I said, for once, I want to be poured into. I want somebody to spend some money on me. So, I mean, he looked like Professor Clump with the Jerry Curl. But here's the thing. He's like, what's your favorite flower? And I'm like a pink rose. Pink roses. So, you know, show up and he's out of breath, sweating. And I'm thinking he like ran from across town. He's like, oh, it was just next door. You're sweating that profusely from coming out next door. And like, he wasn't like frantically walking. He was just walking, but he was just so heavy and greasy that he just sweat for no reason. Like he just, he breathes, he sweats. And Oof. so he got me three, three dozen. And I have the picture, three dozen pink roses. And we were at, this sushi place downtown, mm. and I rem and he told me that he was the CEO of this computer company. And I looked it up, and I looked at how much it was worth, and I said, "Right here it is. Here it is." I am not entitled to <laughs> some of the uh, monetary gains. Then <laughs> I felt entitled. I said, "Okay, we can do that." He says, "You know, I open up the menu." He said, get whatever you want and however many you want. I'm so used to men being like, all right, what I need you to do here, look here. I need you to get this one, this half an appetizer. I need you to barter. I need you to wink at the waiter and get like $8 off. I need you to take a sip of your drink, say it's nasty, but get drunk enough so that you can say you got something off of you. And then we're going to split this app. Like I, It was just so many dates of me having to like bargain for a meal <laughs> are you like, serious you invited me and you're sitting That's here pitching so when i hear that get whatever you want however many yeah. of you that you want i'm like yeah. right I think i just might mm. i'm like that 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 and it's sushi too that 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 so here's the thing <laughs> the waitress was like oh it's good seeing you guys here again Oh, 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 oh! And so, you, if you thought Professor Clump was sweating, then oh, Ooh. Professor Clump started dripping. You looking like uh? But let me tell you this: <laughs> the day isn't over yet, and the check hasn't come. So, <laughs> opportunistic Brit is like, you know what? Let me go ahead and burn this up a little bit more. You key 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 it up, and you joke with the waitress. And I just said, wrong person, but I'm here now. And so, yeah, that's how it was. We we get to the end of the date, and he's like, oh, you know, I got this. You know, get 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 her some to go. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, after that, he lives on top of the restaurant. Like, he has 
an apartment that has a view of downtown. So I'm like, oh, I could get used to this. So of course he would leave his rent stub on the on the little counter space. Oh, come on, fam. What is what is his, happening? His one month rent for that one bedroom apartment costs months of people's mortgages in the mm-hmm. county. Mm-hmm. It if I can remember, it had to be at least six thousand. It was a pretty hefty penny for the view and the location, and it was like a newly built apartment at the time. Mm. So it was it was beautiful, but again, he he's sweating. I think he had like a jerry curl thing going on, and I just <laughs> saw the sweat, and it was just I don't know if it was activator, but oh. I'm just like. When being opportunistic goes wrong, and I'm not saying he wasn't expecting sex. Like what I do appreciate about him is that, you know, he was a perfect gentleman. Um, mm. I could tell if it were to have happened, he wouldn't have stopped it. But mm. he was—I mean, he, he was like a cheeseburger away from like dying, like a coronary. Yeah, because even when he was sitting, like you could hear the wheezing. Ooh. And okay. like he said, his legs would be like really wide open, mm. and he, oh, oh, oh. Mm. yeah. So I'm like, I know you're worth a lot of money, and you've been so kind. And um, I said we could sit here and watch this movie. You can put your little arm around me because his, I mean, his arm was so big that it like weighed mm. it weighed me down. I felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders, and I'm like. Oh, 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 wow. So after the movie, I can tell he's like, you know, I'm really tired. Um, we're going to bed. I said, we, we. I said, yeah, I think I'm going to head home. And he was like, okay. Perfect gentleman. Perfect gentleman. Oh, shit. I'm dead, yo. Yeah. He, he weighed me down. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, he let me go. Um. I'm like, you know, we can still talk on the phone. The only thing about that is when you date someone that's that's a CEO, they're going to be busy. Sure. They're not going to have time right, to right, check right, in, right, time right. to see how you're doing, time to always yeah. da 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 And right. he's like, you know, if you want this life, you're going to have to accept that I'm always busy. Right. And um, you'll be home by yourself a lot because I travel a lot. Mm. But, you know, I don't want you going out a lot. But so you want me mm. to just sit at home. Little trophy. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. Little trophy, little trophy, trophy, trophy. wife is not for me. Right. It's not for me. Why he's still no. going to sushi restaurants on the other side of the country. Right. Taking other women because he was there. Wait a minute, what? We just work here. Yeah. The fact that he took a woman there the day before is what got me. Kiki. So, of course, you know, I mean, he had access to money. So, he see, could date multiple people. Yeah. I mean, listen... Money don't make money don't make you smarter, man. It just you just a more dummy with money. Look, if you have all them zeros behind your net worth and you want to take women out to sushi every day and get mm-hmm. nothing out of it, go, go ahead. Leave with yeah. money if you want. You'll end up lonely and broke. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that was my opportunistic gone wrong story. Woof, man. Oh man. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Have you ever had an opportunistic date or relationship go right, though? Ooh. 
Uh, I'm going to say yes. Was it a relationship? No. Um, it was definitely a situationship. Or sneaky link. Or however you want. <laughs> like it was it was mutually beneficial. First, no, first it was opportunistic at first. Because, you know, this person she didn't want another body or whatever. But she had an itch. And so he go me. She's like, Well, I know you're safe. I know that you know you're you know you're discreet. You're 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 this and you're that. Um, yeah. Can I hop through real quick? Okay. Me, I'm like, I ain't doing shit else on a Thursday evening. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, Thursdays are the best days. I don't know what it is. Are the best days. So, I'm putting you, I'll put y'all on a Thursdays being the best day of the week. I've yes, always did. loved Thursdays. Always. Right. Even so, in elementary school. Yeah, so yeah, it started off like it was cool. I didn't I didn't feel used, but I was like, well, because I was getting something out of the deal. You know what I'm saying? But it was without, of the day. But it was without all of the, the responsibility. Sure. I was just like, right. man, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's whatever. But, Live, you know, left, love, yes. Of course, town goes on. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Somebody catches Mike catches little feelings, and I'm looking like, why, why, why are you doing that? That's that's not what this was. You you did like one of these, like, huh? I sure did. I... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, so yeah, it it was definitely an opportunistic thing. It went right for a little while, but then it went really bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I you know. Outside of um, marrying Derry, I don't think Derry Derry was wasn't opportunistic at all. Um, mm. But the last time I got into a relationship, again, I I dated mechanics, so I upgraded because I saved a lot of money dating a mechanic. I said I just want a man that's good with his hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Car, electricity, electricity, HVAC. Mm-hmm. I want somebody all around. Blue but you house. ain't had no damn house. I wanted a blue <laughs> house, but I lived in one. If I could, if I could have saved my people some money. Oh, so oh, so yeah, you really out here? You, you really out but here? It was such a good wilding. It was such a good relationship, though. Like I, we we were bomb. When we were bomb, we were bomb. His only thing was. Um, I met him and I didn't know that I met him the day he got divorced. Mm. But other than that, it was it was a bomb relationship and it, it ended because he just wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And he let that be known and I had to respect that. But mm. he was such a good boyfriend in the sense of um, something in my car cracked. And he drove an hour in one minute that same day. I'm like, oh my gosh, it cracked. I gotta do this. I got he said, stay where stay where you are. Mm. Came, bought the part, fixed it. I took him to dinner and then we went home. It was right. bomb. Or right. let's say I needed um 
I'm trying to think. What I was shopping late at night, and he was like, "I don't want you shopping by yourself." So he also did security. So mm-hmm. he was like, he wore his little security shirt and like mm-hmm. walked me around the mall. So I felt like I was a celebrity. I felt like I was the ish. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just being opportunistic in the sense of if I ever have a need, whatever it is, he was able mm-hmm. to do it, and mm-hmm. he did it willingly. Um, and I like that about him. I love blue collar men. I love my husband, y'all, is white collar and blue collar. Mm-hmm. The best of both worlds. My husband is mm-hmm. good at his day job, but he's also good at his night job, too. Okay. Me too. Literally my fourth I love I love being able to go out and get my hands dirty. Y'all, anybody who follow me on my personal page, y'all know how I do. <laughs> when I, I took my car. Like when I took my car apart last year. Excuse me. <laughs> I, you, I don't know. I don't know. You probably saw the picture. Well, I had, I, I, had, I, had I had the whole front end off. Like oh yeah, 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 I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I took it all off and replaced everything. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it's, it's you have to be. You, you have to be. You know, uh, you have to be. You know, have have a double duty. It's a it's a beautiful thing, and it's like. There are some men that will not date a woman that can't cook. My thing is, if you if you as a man can't cook, uh, where are you going to get your home-cooked meals from if she can't cook? So some men will ask up front, like, can you cook? Nothing wrong Facts. With that. Facts. Men like home-cooked meals. Facts. Thousand percent. <laughs> And I'm saying that is like somebody who loves to cook. Like, like, I will always be in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? But to have someone like make you something, <sighs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> I would say lately I've been on like my domesticated tip. Like I have cleaned and cleaned and cooked. Oh, usually shit, we try to do. Usually we try to do either or, but I've been oh. doing both. A little cool uh, reverse Cardi B. <laughs> That's because Christmas is coming up, and I'll be wanting what I'll be wanting. But I will say, opportunistic. <laughs> no, it's also a labor of love. I love doing it too. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So what are we? So what are some things that we should be on the lookout for? Like when it comes to opportunistic dating, and like how should we, how we should, how should we address them when we feel like it's it's there? Um, you know, unfortunately, it's one of those things. You just it, it's it's on a a case by case basis. So mm-hmm. you know, you you kind of gotta feel out somebody and see them where they are. So if you're meeting a guy, and let's say in the beginning, it's kind of like your place or mine. And he's always like, oh, your place. Oh, your place. Oh, your place. And you notice that you never get an invitation mm-hmm. to another, to his place. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a red flag. Let's say he starts leaving a toothbrush. And then he leaves a pair of shoes, a pair of boxers. And he comes with a, a garment bag. And he mm. comes with luggage. Then you mm. see him putting together a Value City dresser. That he purchased. What's <laughs> happening? Thank you, yo. <laughs> Little opportunistic here. You might want to have that conversation. Just saying, mm-hmm. fellas, if you are 
going out with your woman and um not even your woman somebody that you're you're dating and whenever y'all go out she makes it a point to rack up that bill every time there's there's a difference between getting what you want and then mm -hmm. just overdoing it because you know you're not paying. Mm -hmm. Like you move differently. Like I've gone out mm -hmm. to dinner with people and I've told them up front, oh yeah, I'm paying for you. So you know what they do? They order big. Right. Like, like, oh, oh, I want like, lobster. Like I want two appetizers and an entree and a dessert, my nigga. And some drinks. drinks. Yeah. They nah, rack that bill up. Opportunistic. Yeah, but but I've also gone out to dinner with people and I didn't say that I was going to pay for them until the very end. And they they really ate very modestly. Of I course. Maybe an appetizer, maybe a, a small entree. But when I of tell course. them that I was going to pay, what's the joke people always say? Oh, I would have ordered more if I knew you was paying. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's not a that joke. That is not a joke. You would have ordered. I've had people... That I've said mid midway through, and they'll come back and say, "Oh, can I order a little bit more?" Hmm. So, fellas, ladies, if you see that, if you see that people are so quick to spend your money, but you never see any return of investment, for example, yes. them yeah. saying, "Hey, let me take you out," or "Let me, yes. you mind if I cover the tip?" or "You want yes. me to pay for half?" Now, ladies, y'all don't even know what that does. Yeah, like. Pay a tip, pay a tip at a dinner and see the kind of response you're gonna get from your guy. Or at least offer. That's the thing. A lot of times time offer. I offered, I've offered, and that, that made a man be like, Right. You like I've seen a guy go like, or when the check comes, I'm not looking off to the side because my mother always taught me, Britt, there are some men. That will try to own you with their finances. Mm -hmm. So, in order to know that you own yourself, you bring your own money as well. So, when Absolutely. the check comes, I'm, I'm looking square in the eyes. Right. If you offer, that's great. If there's an awkward silence, then I say we split it halfway. We cool. Right. And that'll be the end of it. <laughs> exactly. I'm really big on if I invite you, I pay for you. If exactly. this is our first date. Exactly. If, you, if you invite me out and you mm -hmm. you get a little squeamish when the bill comes, you looking off to the left, looking to the right, looking up to the, the ceiling. Man, that 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 story is making its round again for the umpteenth time in the socials. You know, the you know guy really don't have that much to pay, and you know, so he's upset, you know, and he's trying to like pay he's trying to get something real small like a salad and a water or and you know what it's i was like yo communicate my guy communicate first of all don't ask nobody on a date and then take them somewhere you cannot afford he talking about this the newest iteration this guy was three dollars and 46 cents short not even before the bill came so you know he ain't factoring taxes he ain't factoring tips he ain't factoring none of that he was thinking specifically about whatever the meal was or whatever the drink was. I was going to comment on that, but I was just like, why are we beating this dead horse? Like, there's no way I'm going to drag myself down into that nonsense. But I'm like, yo, why are we not having the fucking conversation? Why are you taking people somewhere where you cannot afford I, I mean, it goes back. Why are you to expecting them to 
to eat meagerly because you don't have anything and you have to eat meagerly. Don't invite nobody in. You answer your bread. Figure out another way. They're pretty much free to not too much cost dates that you can go on. And then when you stack your bread, my guy, my guy, when you stack your bread, then you can go to the spot and be like, babe, get what you want. But here's the thing. What the 87 Chateau de Vifemier? Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, if I'm eating lobster and I see you're eating salad, I already know off the break you can't afford this place. So he actually gave himself away for one. For two, um, and this is my my assumption, you're taking her to this high-end place that you can't afford to impress her, hopefully impress her enough to get her into your bed. But if she saw that you were short, that already gives trust issues to her because now she sees you as a fraud and you're deceptive. Are you going to sleep with someone on the first date that's deceptive? No. So you did all of that for nothing. nothing. You're, you're going to be talked about in her group chat with her friends, with your picture attached. And You'll that's how you her, wind up on the social yeah, text me when you get home and she'll text you three days later. Oh, oops, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. my bad. Yeah, I'm on yeah. now. <laughs> As she's on a date with somebody else, probably your friend. Probably your friend. Baltimore small, so it's probably Baltimore somebody small. you know. Indeed, indeed. Y'all, this was a good show. Yeah, I think this was a good conversation to have. I think it's something that we can still dive into a little bit more. For I'm sure. Dying to see what our people are saying in the comments. I am dying to see what um, they say too. Because <laughs> I know some things they agree with us on, some things they're going to disagree with us on. Absolutely. That's, cool. that's, that's, that's the whole thing about mm-hmm. uh, that's the whole thing about dating university. Like we what? are here to have conversations. Like yes. No one's a hundred percent right, no one's a hundred percent wrong. Mm-hmm. But you're a hundred percent here, and we love you for it. We love you so much. Our viewers, <laughs> podcast listeners, those that will watch it Thursday, those that will watch it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whenever. Watch this show whenever. The good thing about our university is that our classes are always up for you to watch, to right. listen to, to learn from. We are like a 24-7 university. Yes. <laughs> we are a 24-7 dating university. And we're always enrolling new students every day. So please like and share this show. Please, please, please like and share this show. We promised you that from here on out, we would stick to our one-hour shows, and we are doing just that. We're actually letting you out a few minutes early. Yeah, so y'all can go out and have recess. Yay. Enjoy yourselves. (laughs) Charles, always a pleasure, Professor. Always a pleasure, Professor. (laughs) Ta-ta. We'll see you next week. Happy holidays.